Welcome to the Sports Epreneur Podcast, the podcast where sports and entrepreneurship collide, a CatSource family production. In this episode, we discuss dealing with pressure as an athlete. Today we speak with Derek Bielsma. Derek is the Executive Director of Millennium Counseling Center in Chicago, Illinois. Derek specializes in recovery-related work, mental health disorders, and issues unique to athletic performance. He is enthusiastic about leading the sports division at his group as it marries two of his lifelong passions, helping others and athletics. With Derek's sports background and knowledge around mental health in sports, we are excited to share Derek's thoughts with you. Let's not wait any longer. We welcome Derek Bielsma. People feel pressure differently. So when you say the word pressure, it doesn't mean necessarily that you're uh, you're taking a free throw with no time left on the clock and, and down by a point. Um, pressure can just mean uh, playing your first game of the season or coming in off the bench for the first time or, you know, coming in off the bench for the 10th time. Like the, the level of what is going on isn't really important as to how much pressure there is. It's whatever pressure you feel internally. And so I think that the, you know, one of the main ways that people feel this pressure is, is from uh, coaches or parents or, uh, you know, or friends or social media, all those things can cause pressure. And I think that each, uh, each athlete has a different level of how that either helps them or hurts them. And so I think that, uh, you know, what you'll see is, is that as a parent, you know, we can see that like pushing our kids a little bit can be helpful and it will help their, you know, help their drive and their motivation and their performance. And then um, certainly there's a number of parents out there that apply so much pressure that it works backwards. And then, you know, that's kind of one of the triggers that, you know, what we're talking about is that can trigger some sort of, uh, you know, anxiety or depression or whatever it is. Um, the, that pressure from the outside can cause that. Now, some of these things aren't, you know, you can have parents who, who kind of handle the whole situation perfectly, but you might have a, a, a athlete or a kid who, you know, walks out onto the field and any time they step on the field, they're feeling pressure. They feel like they have to perform and they have to, you know, do their best and they have to do great. And um, so I think that, again, I think it's this one word that comes down to it is pressure, but to define pressure it's really uh, individually different for each person. So my pressure might be different than your pressure. And, and one pressure might be game related. One pressure might be, uh, you know, other people related. Another pressure might be social media related, um, you know, or if you feel like you're, you know, the, the contest is being televised or that somebody's taping it or that one particular person is watching it. Um, those are the things that seem to uh, really trigger those things. Now, the other thing we have to remember is, is that these things aren't always triggered. Sometimes they are just there. And so it's not always because of an event that kind of increases these types of feelings is, is sometimes that is just how you, you know, it, particularly if you're somebody, somebody suffering from anxiety, depression, then, you know, there's, there's nothing you can point to that happens, which is especially confusing for people. So if they, you know, kind of step out there for practice and all of a sudden they're feeling, you know, a high level of anxiety or they're extremely depressed and you think it's, well, it's because of the practice or how we run the practice. And, and generally speaking, that's not true. Uh, it may just be that that's kind of what's going on with the person at that time. And so it's really an individual issue for each person, uh, which has to be looked at individually. 
March Madness as a fan is is probably my favorite sporting event of the year. Um, maybe second only to the World Cup, which uh, only comes every four years. So I think that, um, you know, I and I think part of the uh, part of what I love about it is kind of the pressure that uh, that is applied from, you know, either if you're a higher seed, you're playing a lower seed. If you're a lower seed, you have to beat some team you're not supposed to beat. Um, you've got these players who some people know about and others don't, and they're coming out and making a name for themselves. You know, all of this is, is you know, it's high stakes competition. And, you know, which is something that I enjoy as a player and as a fan. With that being said, as a as a therapist, you know, you wonder what kind of effect this has on these folks and, and has on these kids and even on the fans. I mean, if you look at how involved now uh, the fans are with these with these sporting teams, you know, with uh, which I understand. Right. I understand that a lot of people think that their their uh, support of a team helps that team win or lose. And, you know, at some level it might. Uh, but uh, for the most part, you know, it's uh, you're not having any effect on the game. But people feel like they do. And they've got, you know, superstitions or they've got, uh, you know, kind of rituals that they do before games because they think it helps that team. And uh, and I think that that's some of the stuff that's really fun, you know, about this time of year is that you've got so many people involved and so many people with a vested interest. Uh, but along that brings a lot of pressure. And so you wonder, uh, you know, I think most of this kind of pressure we never see. I don't think we're ever going to see what's going on uh, for these athletes. But what I can tell you is, is that whether we know it or not, there are many, many people suffering who are playing in the NCAA tournament and suffering from different things and uh, suffering from different types of mental illness and, and, and even not just mental illness, but just, you know, kind of situational anxiety and uh, situational depression. And, and, you know, so it's uh, uh, as we watch this and as we're cheering and as we're, you know, angry with somebody, you know, I think that one of the things we have to keep an open mind to is that there's plenty of stuff going on behind the scenes that we have no idea. And so we've got to keep, you know, keep this uh, a bit in the eyes of humanity and understand that uh, these are 19, 20, 21 year old kids who could have very well have, you know, other major things going on in their life. And, uh, and they're still able to go out there and perform in front of millions of people. And so I think all of these athletes are, are definitely mentally tough. Anybody who's playing division one, you know, any division, anybody who's playing college sports, you know, you've got to have a certain level of, uh, of toughness to go do that, but then to go play on national TV and to play in front of all these people and to play with all these pressure, um, you know, regardless of whether they are dealing with some outside factors, then they are all mentally tough. And I'm a fan of that. And I'm impressed by that, that they can go out and do that. It was essential to chat with Derek and hear his thoughts on pressure in athletics. We hope you enjoyed these insights from Derek and what you can do as an athlete to combat pressure. If you're interested in learning more about Derek or Millennium Counseling Center, you can find them on Instagram at Millennium Hope. If you want to connect with us, hit us up on Instagram at Sports Epreneur. Thank you for listening to the Sports Epreneur Podcast, the podcast where sports and entrepreneurship collide. Now go get it. Mm-hmm.